Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Today's Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by the Anxiety Slayer Academy and EFT Tapping for Anxiety Relief. Over the last 10 years, emotional freedom technique has gained worldwide acclaim for its effectiveness in reducing the intensity of traumatic memories. Scientific studies have focused on the application of EFT in the treatment of depression, anxiety, and trauma with positive results. EFT for anxiety relief will help you learn to use EFT quickly and easily. And you will find audio recordings and a comprehensive guidebook created to help you start feeling relief from anxiety today. You'll develop awareness of your emotions and anxiety triggers and work in a self-respecting way to gently and thoroughly address your anxiety, which will help you move toward a calmer, happier life. You can learn more at anxietyslayer.com forward slash support. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here today with my wonderful friend, Ananga Sevier. We come together on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and enjoy answering listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. Together, we've been sharing Anxiety Slayer for over seven years now. And today, we're going to talk about five habits to help you overcome anxiety. Welcome back, Ananga. Hi, Shen. It's wonderful to be here with you again this week to talk about five habits that can help us overcome anxiety. Where would you like to start? Well, for me, this is inspired by Japanese psychology, where they talk about making small supportive changes over time that really can help us move in a better direction. And I think with anxiety, the nature of anxiety kind of blocks us from seeing that. We feel that anxiety is so big, so painful and wrecking our lives so much that we really just want it to stop and we want it to stop now. Building healing habits every day, taking care of little things every day that can help us feel more calm and in control is a very gentle way to move forward in overcoming anxiety. I think for me, the first thing that's really important is to seek quality connection. Anxiety can leave us feeling very disconnected, disassociated, out of touch with our loved ones, out of touch with our friends, even our surroundings. So I think to seek connected time with loving and encouraging family and friends is very important in overcoming anxiety. I agree. It's a safe place. And to be able to tell somebody that you love where you're at or how you're feeling, even if you don't feel like you need something, you just need them to know that I might be suffering right now or I'd like to keep you close or sometimes my husband will will tease me or I'll tease him about okay you know I'm feeling a little bit needy right now <laughs> and just to be close to somebody who loves me and and understands and just lets me be where I'm at but I know I'm safe sometimes I just need that that little extra dose of of kindness and and support yeah and contact And we do. And if you look in nature, it's very common for animals to lean on each other, groom each other, be next to each other, particularly birds. I've noticed spend a lot of time just sitting together, leaning on each other. You know, they really like to be budged up. 
and connected, which is interesting because according to Ayurveda, India's ancient science of self-healing, we all have these different body types and birds are very vata, they're very airy, they're very ethereal, and it seems like they really like to check in with each other a lot. When we're suffering from stress and anxiety, it's our vata nature that gets really disturbed by that. So yeah, we get a little needy and we need more connection and we can get it by just, you know, maybe leaning up with a loved one while you're reading a book or make yourself a nest with some cushions as we've spoken about before to help yourself feel grounded, use scents, use smells, use nice music, just to help yourself feel comfortable and connected with your environment and safe. And we might need to ask for extra hugs. We might need to hang out with people that are quite earthy and quite grounded in nature and will benefit from their company. And to be able to develop good relationships like ours, Ananga, I know that even though you're in the UK and I'm in the US, if I need support that I can reach out to you with 100% certainty that you will hold space for me and that I can trust our conversation, no matter what it is that we're talking about, to know that there's a person like you. So for all of our listeners, that if you have your person or a, a person like that, remind yourself and give thanks for how how lucky you are, what a gift that is, and continue to develop and give thanks and nurture that friendship. I think that's a really important point, and I'd like to thank you for, for that same support that you've always offered me. When I was diagnosed with cancer last year, I pretty soon afterwards sat down and made a list of my team I could be grateful for, that I could trust. You were certainly on that list, Shannon, a team of nearest and dearest people that I knew I could talk to I could run stuff over and they would be calm and hear me and respect my choices. So same with anxiety. You need your team. Yeah. And it might not always be, as we've spoken about before, people that you personally know. And, and in my team also, there were authors, there were podcasters, there were some doctors that looked at things in a very alternative way that I was getting a lot of inspiration from. So it doesn't have to be people we personally know, or not just people we personally know. It's good to have real people there that you have a real connection with as well. But also look at authors, podcasters, presenters, people that you feel you can hear, people that you feel have good ideas for you to follow and, and help you feel safe and help you feel that you have a positive direction to move forward with. Well, that's a really good point. Another habit is to switch off shallow distractions. And we've been mentioning this for a while, that taking a media break can sometimes be one of the best, most healthy gifts you can give yourself if you're feeling like you're in that sea of anxiety. If you're feeling, I, I call it when I feel electric, when I feel too fizzy, or I don't really know how to explain it more than that, but I think, I think that you understand Anaga, and I'm certain that there are many of our listeners that get that charge. And to be able to just step away and say, it's okay if I take a break from the media for a while. And in, in the States and not too long ago in, in the UK, there was so much going on politically, and, and there still is, of course, and so much ugliness, so much mudslinging. And we don't need to put ourselves in that energy every day, especially if we're already feeling like we need extra support. So take a media break. Switch to news that's inspiring. You know, TED Talks are just 
fantastic. There's so many to choose from, both the TEDx and the TED Talks, that you can learn about a new subject matter that you maybe always had an interest in or something uh, might pop up that surprises you. And certainly inspirational reading is another place that you can go. Or movies that are happy, things that uh, that fill you up versus making you feel more uncomfortable and more unstable. Yeah, and planting flowers in your mind. If you think of anxiety as being like weeds, you know, there there's always going to be some anxious thoughts and some uncomfortable feelings. But if we fill our mind as much as we can with good stuff, you know, get some flowers and fruits and vegetables in there, some nourishing mental nutrition, then it will balance out the uncomfortable side of the mind. Otherwise, our nature is to just get stuck in it. We, we scroll through the shallow stuff and we get snagged on it and then our mind turns in on itself. So really to upgrade our incoming information as much as we can, yeah, make it as nourishing and inspiring as we can. And that really does start to settle the mind down. Another area that will help you overcome anxiety is to get yourself equipped. A few months back, Ananga and I talked about, you know, an anxiety slayer kit, how you could create that kit and, and have this go-to for, uh, for support. And this is really what we're talking about here is to learn the skills that can help you conquer anxiety, the breathing techniques that we share with you, EFT tapping, the quick anxiety stopper, the grounding techniques. Also, look at your nutrition. Be sure that you're getting enough rest and then practice these Slayer skills daily, even if it's just for a little bit of time, even if it's just for five minutes tapping or just for five minutes breathing deeper, uh, for five minutes stopping and noticing and noticing your feet on the ground and looking around the room and and really being uh, in your body. And it's just amazing what, what can happen when you're equipped. Yeah, this is really important because we're talking here about building daily habits that can really help you slay your anxiety, really help you get it under control and start to feel more calm and more confident. And definitely pick a technique, one technique a day, just five minutes a day, or better still, five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, if you can. Just that small micro investment every day, just such a manageable piece of time. Choose a breathing technique or choose an EFT tapping routine. Go through the information on our page at anxietyslayer.com forward slash EFT. Learn EFT tapping and just commit yourself to five minutes tapping a day. Even if you don't know what to say or what to do, just tap the points through and take some deep breaths and you will find your anxiety levels start to settle. And you can also go deeper. When you feel ready, go deeper into prayer or meditation or inspirational reading, anything that will take you just a little bit further into that place of calm and peace and relaxation. I know that, Ananga, you have a a very important meditation practice every day that helps you stay balanced and, and steady and peaceful. Yeah, without that, I'm not a very nice person. (laughs) And I'm not a very calm person. So yeah, I have my Japa meditation practice that I do every morning and also uh, reading Bhagavad Gita, India's timeless classic on the deeper meaning of life and 
and the higher purpose of life has really helped me a great deal as I used to suffer a lot with just existential anxiety, who we are, where we're going, this fear of loss of loved ones. Sometimes we're suffering from deep anxiety issues, so oh. we need to go deeper with our way of dealing with that. So the, the tapping and the breathing techniques, these are excellent first aid, really effective, really helpful. But going deeper has really helped me overcome anxiety. That's been the core of my recovery. Going deeper for me looks a lot like what it looks like for you. Every day I start with lighting a candle on my altar and saying a prayer. And then from there, the reading that I always go back to very much like you go back to the Gita, I go back to the Tao and have a, a copy available at my fingertip that if I just read a passage, if I just read a chapter, um, and certainly I also love poetry by Rumi and Hafiz and Tagore and you know, for some reason, I have this relationship with Sufi poets, <laughs> um, but also uh, just the beauty in the poetry and, mm. in, and in the uncovering what, the, what that message really means or what that message means to me. I, I found that to be really helpful. And I love inspirational reading. I go back to Louise Hay over and over and over again. You know, she came out with this classic book how you can heal your life. And years ago, I don't it's probably been 30 years ago. Mm. And, um, and it was made uh, available to me several years back. And it's a, uh, just a, one of those places that you just go back to. So if you're listening in and you have something that really makes you feel good, that, you know, that you've read before, um, make it available again. If there's a favorite meditation, or if you have a meditation practice, Remember how much better you feel when you make time. If you enjoy praying or you know whatever it is that that you need to do, even prayers of gratitude to remind yourself that even when you're feeling completely frazzled, you have so much to be grateful for. Absolutely, and again, it's it's nourishing. You're nourishing your mind and nourishing your heart instead of letting the mind just run riot and cause you so much mental suffering and it's what we're really about we're not meant to just be firefighting and and surviving on a daily basis we're meant to go deeper it's our nature to go deeper and to explore the last habit that you can cultivate is something that you do so well ananga is help or serve others making yourself available. And of course, we've been making ourselves available for the last seven years and, and want to continue that because it's so important for, for both of us to do our part because anxiety is confining and it can get us so worried about everything, our thoughts, our fears, our appearance, our future, uh, everything. Our, our painful thoughts can be so debilitating. But when we stop and step out and do something for someone else, it helps you get out of your head and live from your heart and communicate from your heart. We started by talking about connection. There's another form of connection if we can go and do some, some volunteering and spend time with others in need. And it can be simplest thing. It makes us feel nice and it really helps us 
feel that we're making a difference for somebody else. And, you know, we can do it from home if we're not comfortable stepping outside. Some of our listeners might know for years I was housebound. I couldn't get outside my home. So my work and our service together with Anxiety Slayer was really important to me. Literally just had to walk a few feet to a microphone and connect with you and we could reach out and, and try and help others going through a difficult experience. But now I have the wonderful opportunity to get my body out of the house and into the street as well. I find that just so engaging and so uplifting to go to bed at the end of the day knowing that you've done a little something for somebody else and it really does turn anxiety on its head. And when we focus on helping others, we worry less about ourselves and we just keep, we keep showing up. I, I love knowing that you're out and about <laughs> supporting folks now in the, in the way that you have been and continue to do. It, it's wonderful and it does. It, it makes you feel good to be a human. I think it's really a wonderful opportunity for us, it's particularly in these turbulent times, to make ourselves available for others that we see are being you know, subjected to cruel treatment or just lacking in support, elderly people who feel vulnerable, people of different races, different religions who feel vulnerable, to just really step up and open our hearts. And the more we do, the more anxiety shrinks. Five habits that are powerful habits to help you overcome anxiety. Seeking quality connection, switching off shallow distractions, getting equipped, going deeper, and helping or serving others. Thank you so much for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We hope you found this episode supportive. And if you like what you've heard, please uh, share this episode with a friend. And if you haven't done so already, we'd love it if you would give us some stars and a favorable review at iTunes. Thanks for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We've produced several albums over the years to help you calm your anxiety, heal your mind, and live your life. Introducing Oasis, a retreat from stress and anxiety. In this album, we've created several meditations and practices that are like mini vacations and act as a balm for your soul. Oasis is available at Amazon, iTunes, and CD Baby. 